1: Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast. I'm Joey Wagner, Jeremy Werner, and Derek Piper and in, are in Indianapolis covering the Big Ten tournament. I am covering it from home, but I did get a chance to catch up with Illinois graduate, Sean Evans. He's the host of the incredibly popular YouTube show, Hot Ones. Uh, Sean has really had an interesting view of this Illinois basketball team. He's been watching this whole season play out from New York where he lives in, in the Manhattan area and really let us in quite a bit on what Illinois means to him. He's a a broadcast journalism major in Champaign and obviously his career has taken off in a huge way. We recorded on a Friday afternoon which was probably about five hours before Illinois opened up against Rutgers and and Sean really let us know why this basketball team is so important to him and And even though it's a strange season with players and existing in this bubble, there's, there's still a buzz he feels from New York, which, which really matters to him because he's been kind of isolated on days. He doesn't shoot. There's times he doesn't speak a word to anybody, but Illinois basketball gets him going. It's a little bit of nostalgia. He's able to, to rekindle some group chats with his friends. It was just nice to hear from, from Sean and, to hear why this program matters to him, why this season has been such a a relief for him in terms of having something to watch. And he let us in on on a grand plan here to get Brad Underwood involved with his show. And uh, it sounds like the wheels are in motion for that. So I will get out of the way here. And here's Sean
0: Evans. Of course. Of course, man. Thanks for thinking of me. All
1: right. So it's Friday. Illinois plays in five and a half hours. Are you in New York? What's your location here?
0: Yeah, I'm currently uh, in New York. I'm in Manhattan. But uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go here. So I think that's a 5.30 Eastern time start for us. 6.30, I think. 6.30. Thank you. Joey. Get the coffee ready. I know. I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> What's
1: that? What's this been like watching this thing from afar? Because in Champaign, even with COVID, like, there's some serious energy going on with this team.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking about the timing and the way this all works and uh and, and what it kind of means to people. And and in my head I was kind of making the comparison of doing the YouTube show where you know you see views, like you see comments, like you see that people are watching the show, but it being over the internet, you know, it's nice to see people in person so that you can see that like real human connection that the show has with people. Uh, but it must be so bizarre for a sports team, right? Going through this whole thing. And usually you have the crowd all around you and Mm. it must be so isolating for that team. Even like, um, they can't really celebrate wins like they normally would, and even at the Big Ten tournament, I know that they're basically locked down in the in the hotels, and you know everything is like so insular, so just in the locker room. Uh, but that is the thing, is is I've really felt and needed this season, even being isolated from it. Because when you have these days where, you know, sometimes I can wake up in the morning and go to bed. And if we don't have a shoot, I don't say a word all day. You know, the most exciting and alive I become is that event, that Illinois basketball game, when and when you consider the the memories and the excitement that this season has brought, it's been such a huge deal for me so I know like on the inside for the team it's probably strange to not feel it or that energy on campus being so different but I hope that they know that it's very very real like it's really brought a lot out of me this season you
1: know that's what I I talked to I kind of spent a little time on Green Street earlier this week just trying to get a feel and like and I thought in a normal year like these guys are literal rock stars walking down the street like Kofi is seven feet tall there is no way that guy could hide from anybody yelling at him and Like it sucks that this is how it's got to be with this season and like this is like so much further than anything it's been since 05 and they can't really feel that like they can't even pretend to feel like if they go anywhere the way social media is nowadays everybody is going to know if they're not at their apartment like it's just so bizarre when you kind of zoom out a little bit.
0: And too, though, then I start to wonder, you know, what is this? Maybe this was like a net positive for the team because this season, unlike any other, it's brought these guys into a room. Like they've really had to become a family. And I think in that kind of environment, you know, either teams form that bond and they're they're strengthened through it, or it's a dysfunctional family and it all breaks apart. I think like one of the amazing things about this Illinois team is that they do seem to really care and and fight and uh, work for each other.
1: So you talked about like, and I, I experienced this definitely over the course of the year, like there are days if you live alone, you don't say words to people and it, and it can be ice. Like what kind of outlet has it given you to turn this thing on and, you know,
0: seven, eight o'clock at night and watch Illinois basketball? It, it, well, you know, it's get, it gets me off my seat. It gets me yelling. It gets my, my blood pumping in a way. And then the other uh, thing is is my group chats have been popping off in such a real way. So it's actually... Um, reconnected me to, you know, my, my friends, Andrew and TJ and, and Christian, you know, uh, we used to go to school together at U of I and, and go to the football games and watch Juice Williams. And, you know, even you talk about that 05 team, you know, like remembering all of all of those, all, all of that. And uh, it's kind of like um, reinforced our relationship and brought us closer. And, and even with my friends back home where, you know, like usually we'd just be watching all these games together and having a great time, like the group chats are popping off. So it is one of those things that uh, the season has given me a little bit of a social life, albeit over text or over Zoom or whatever. But without that, you know, it really has been lively in the group chats and lively with me jumping up and down on the couch over here. So you were 09 from Illinois graduate, right? So look,
1: I'm not great at math. So you would have either been a high school senior in 05 or a college freshman. I'm guessing high school senior if I... Kind of so done. I was
0: actually college freshman. I wasn't okay. on campus yet at that point, but I do remember that season. Like my my uh, parents grew up, uh, or my mom graduated from the University of Illinois, my dad from Northwestern. So grew up uh, a big Big Ten household, and uh, always an Illinois and Northwestern fan. And then obviously going to Illinois changed that. you know changed that whole thing? But mm-hmm. I do remember exactly where i was during that arizona comeback game which was actually i think at uh rosemont horizon or whatever it is now you know and and the impact of that so you know i always think about like the my teams and and for the last 15 years this is what i think about you know like oh five that was such a great year because i'm a white sox fan as well so you had the world series you had this illinois team making a championship run uh and then for about 15 years there Joey, it has been a tough, long slog. And now I feel like my teams are starting to treat me well again. So it's a, a unique and interesting feeling, but I'm loving it.
1: We were talking about that the other day, like this team, as good as it is, like there's always, I don't know if it's like a comparison, but everything is back to that 05 team. Like they're 16 and four or whatever they're in the conference
0: and everyone's like, oh, great, great. But
1: 05 was, you know, they lost one game. They lost
0: that one game, yeah, that Ohio State game. That was it. And obviously the North Carolina game at the yeah. end. But, was, yeah, that was such a dominant and crazy team cover of Sports Illustrated situation. But, uh, yeah, it hasn't been since then that you come alive yeah. a, as a fan. And that's why it really does remind me of that 05 team.
1: What was your experience at LMI? Like, were you a crush guy? What, what was your experience in, in kind of soaking in that college atmosphere around basketball?
0: Yeah, so uh was not like crush guy. I actually probably in a in a ritual way would go to more of those like Saturday football games. Like that was more like me and the buddies. You know, I went to a couple basketball games, but uh the football teams like that Richard Mendenhall, Juice Williams, Aurelius Ben, Vontae Davis season, like that to me it was the highlight uh sports season of my of my time at at u of i but definitely just a a fan the whole time and and uh you know like you know i I played sports in high school but like couldn't play it anymore so like when that gets cut off you just become uh the the professional resident fan and sign (laughs) up for that you know forever and ever and ever so that's when that experience happened for me was at u of i and then you just feel a little bit more, you know, when you go to the school, you graduate from the school. And I think about, you know, I was a broadcast journalism major and uh, everything that Illinois, had, you know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for uh, my experience and my education at Illinois. Uh, so you start to just feel more bonded to the team in that way. You're just, you're, you're more connected than you ever would be any any yeah. pro franchise.
1: How much nostalgia has this like you talk about your group chats going off and you know, I don't know, maybe more conversations with people from college. But Is there a nostalgia factor? Do you, you
0: find yourself back in champagne watching some of this? Definitely. You can feel it. I can I can taste the O and O's, you know, when I'm uh, when I'm just watching the game. And uh, I, I think, too, is the other side is like I remember one of the greatest Christmas mornings of my life. Uh, was when I got a Sega Genesis and an Illinois starter jacket, you know, in third or fourth grade. It was still the goat Christmas morning of my entire life. So all of those things, you know, when a season like this happens and the stars align, it takes you back through all of those things and all of those great memories and and uh yeah I do feel like I've really relived it and especially the connection uh that I've that this team has uh inspired between me and a lot of college friends so it's it's uh it's been a joy to watch a privilege to watch the team and they're they're fun and easy to root for too and people don't talk enough about starter
1: jackets. Those really were like the the mid to late 90s gifts, man. Those were great.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, if you grew up in like the Chicago suburbs, like the playground starter jacket game, you know, like that really was uh, a whole world and subculture unto itself. But yeah, the, the Illinois one, uh, my favorite starter jacket of all time.
1: So I've seen, obviously, social media, you've got quite a following. I've seen you really well, you're all over it with Illinois stuff. You, you get a lot of people like I didn't know that you were an Illinois guy. You get a lot of people like, what is going on here? Like, where, where did this come from? What's that been like?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, because I just got you know I just get excited, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, to the Illinois Twitter, like they've been killing it. These hype yeah. videos and yeah. these behind the scenes things with uh, Brad Underwood going nuts in the locker room and like the boom celebrations and stuff like that. It just it's 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 so exciting. And then. You know, I think it's just exciting what's going on with the basketball program. And then you feel a sense of pride in it. You feel uh, like you're really participating in it. And so I'm just trying to, I'm just gassing Illinois right now. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm on the bandwagon. Like I said, I'm a Bears fan. I'm a White Sox fan. I'm an Illinois fan. Um, I'm a Bulls fan. Like, you know, I'm always prepared and ready for that uh, disappointment or whatever. But when things are hot, when things are hot, <laughs> I am riding and I'm riding really hard right now. So have that's, you- that's what that is. It's just, it's just blasting up Illinois. Like just, just getting Illinois up in the air. Cause I'm really proud to, to represent that, you know, proud to represent that school and then just happy and privileged to uh, be connected along for this wild ride with this team.
1: Have you got a chance? I mean, I would assume it wouldn't be hard for you to get in contact with anybody if you want, have you, have you talked to Brad, anyone on the team?
0: Yeah, uh, we've uh, we've been in uh, contact a little bit, kind of started in the DMs. And, and you know, yesterday uh, we got an email, you know, from from Illinois, you know, like program being like, you know, Sean's an alum and, and he's a basketball fan. Uh, is there something that we can do with Brad Underwood? So, like, hopefully I really want to do like, here's my dream. Here's here's the scoop, Joey. And here's the dream. You know, like I really would. I, you know, he's he's focused and he's a busy guy right now. So I guess we'll figure out you know what's going on there or if we can do something or whatever so no no promises but this is my dream like what I'm excited about would be like the possibility of like yeah doing some sort of special with him and and -hmm. putting it up on the first day of March Madness and you know I can't imagine what that's like Brad Underwood just sweating you know the way that he sweats through games I can't imagine the way he's going to sweat through these wings and and just have something that we can like just drop on the first day of March Madness, and and that would be just such a cool way to to you know the the school where the broadcast journalism bricks started to be uh, started to lay down, and then have it come full circle around this team would be uh, an amazing thing. Like if somehow wings could be a rallying cry for for this Final Four run or something like that.
1: So you you're trying to craft a way to get those shipped into an Indianapolis hotel or what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
0: exact. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, the quarantine logistics of doing hot ones is, is such a pain. It is such a pain. So but and, and then who knows, like the guy is not thinking about chicken wings right now. Like I know he's got much more important <laughs> things on his mind, but but uh, but that's the dream, you know, and uh, and I have to imagine that that's. You know, you don't see coach K on hot ones, you don't see uh you don't see Calipari on hot ones, you know, like maybe this is the 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 recruiting I'm I'm trying to swing. I'm trying to use the 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 clout and the in the wings to just swing some recruits over here. I'm just trying to do my part, Joey.
1: Now, what's going against you is Brad got really healthy during quarantine. Like this guy walked a ton. So you might have to uh you might have to do a little preparation if he's going to go on a wing bender here.
0: Well, you know, I, I did hear somebody sent me a note or something that, that's, that, you know, Brad's aware of the show and somehow a message got sent to me where he wanted me to know the hotter, the better. You know, that's the thing about that guy. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't shy away from a challenge. You know, he's the guy who says, give me the hardest path. That's
1: awesome. I think he'd do it. Yeah. he I think he's talked to us about that. Hot food, man. That's all. This is a match made in heaven. If you can make the uh, logistics work. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So what do you think of this, the make, like this team's got a lot of personality. I mean, Io probably has a connection for you because he's a Chicago area kid who stayed home. Kofi's great. Georgie's great. I mean, they've just got so much personality. What what, what are you observing out of them?
0: Yeah, I think the the dynamics to me are, are what, make the, what makes the team so compelling because you have these bona fide stars in Io and Kofi, right? And then you have these exciting young freshmen coming in. Uh, curbello Ace Miller, but then, you know, the, in a weird way, like the guys that I root the hardest for are, uh, you know, Demonte Williams or uh, uh, Trent Frazier. And, and my favorite is Georgie Bajanashvili, you know, because these are guys who came in when the program was sort of limping, uh, bought in and have been a veteran backbone to this thing. So the way that all of that coalesces is just, it's like almost like a, a team out of a, it's like almost out of a movie. You know, it, it doesn't even seem real the way that it's all coalesced that way. And you have a team that's bruised through a Big Ten schedule that has been intense and insane. And every game is a dogfight. And so you've seen them tested. You've seen them bounce back, you know, uh, even, you know, nine and five, nine and five to start. There's not that's that's great. That's awesome. I'm not complaining about that. But you, you could tell that the team wasn't really like catching its rhythm or like feeling its potential. So then the way to close it out like that, um, where they've won, what, like 11, 10 out of 11 or 11 out of 12 mm-hmm. or something like that. So uh, to, to close out that way, it says a lot about that team. And then I love coach Underwood too. You know, he's, he's a, I think I've seen, you know, people say on Twitter is like, let me take a charge for you. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I get those feelings uh, watching Brad Underwood. Like he really is an, an, an inspiring leader in the locker room. So it's all of those things. Like there's no part of it or like, there's nothing that's, not just pure and exciting and lovable about the team. So I think of that too. Like it really just is they're guys that are easy and fun to root for that everyday guys thing is true. So I have to say like
1: Andre Curbelo, physically, not the biggest guy on earth but he gets wherever he wants to get on the floor. Like he's going to be that guy that's going to surprise some random team in the country. And like, that's going to have some drunk fan on the couch and be like, why can't you stop this guy because no one really knows about them. like there are guys on this team, I guess, who are like made for this tournament. Like that, you can just feel a week out, like yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get a lot of attention here in like a week and a half or two weeks.
0: Yeah, that's what I think because there's there's a highlight sort of eyeball factor to watching them that's exciting, and and Andre Corbello and Io, and then the Kofi dunks and stuff. <laughs> like all of that is just it's just a, a highlight real situation and, and super exciting to watch. Um, and you know, like, it's been interesting cause, uh, one of my buddies that I work with Speedy Mormon shout out Speedy Mormon he's big in the in the New York basketball scene around here and would would tell me about seeing Kofi and Andre Curbelo like when they were in high school and on that AAU circuit so like you know when those recruits were starting to trickle I started texting Speedy like hey, wait well, hey, what do you know about Andre like he's like oh you should have seen Kofi in high school he was a bully he was a bully so I don't know there's just there's just something about it just just watching it now that that uh yeah I think a lot of people have you know heard of Illinois or like seen this thing coming but like once they actually see it and uh these like bright orange jerseys and these guys flying around yeah I do think that they're they are a a marquee sort of like take a look at this flashy team there's nothing boring about the way that they play so what's the game that had you jumping around on the couch and, and popping off the group text the most the Michigan one the Michigan one you know I mean that that game too and I think I you know this is just anecdotal but I wonder to what extent you know not having fans in the stands or whatever to what extent that has turned up the volume on twitter or turned up the heat on twitter you know like the way that people you know when a team announces whether they like won or they lost you know it's just like a demolition derby down there and the mentions and the memes and these fans and those fans and whatever and i think like with with iowa and illinois and with michigan and illinois that seemed to be so intense between those between those uh warring sides between the Hatfields and McCoys there and I feel like I did kind of like feel that you know and got like a little uh like my my blood was a little bit turned up for that one and like just like go for the throat They're like no mercy no mercy you know like that sort of thing and it and it was just a very satisfying from start to finish highlight reel all over the place uh kind of game uh that was just Uh, you know, like you, you felt like you just, uh, for lack of a better comparison, like you just beat somebody up. Like, I felt like I I had that, like I just won a prize fight or something, just sweating in my living room.
1: You know, it's crazy. Like in the last week and a half, like you could almost imagine Illinois and Iowa fans going out to dinner because Michigan is like public enemy number one for champagne. It's crazy because a month or two ago, it was like, Oh man, if they, if we see Iowa again, like that was all Twitter was like, it flipped so quickly
0: yeah 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 definitely and then i think like it is that thing where um you know i you know i don't want to get i don't think it's like important to be like illinois is the big Ten or like michigan michigan is and and when you think they lost one big ten or two two big 10 games right they lost that last one to michigan state so it's like listen they got through that only lost two games like i get covid weird stuff with win percentage and games played and all of that stuff but that's what's amazing about college basketball is it's like well like who cares like there's two more tournaments to go you know you fought well enough to put you in a, in a put yourself in a good spot in terms of the seating and and nobody remembers conference champions like they remember national champions those are the things that live on so so to me it's uh it's it, it was as good a season as you could have hoped for like I remember kind of going through the games before like just kind of like picking in my head and yeah. and, and they definitely you know I was like oh, Big Ten's tough I was like I know like 13 and 7 something like that you know so the fact that they they ended up where they did I think we're just in the best possible place that we could be, uh, everybody seems to be healthy and and they're peaking at just the right time. So I guess we'll just see what happens. I want to circle back. You talked about like Champagne U of
1: I laying the groundwork. What did that university, what did that do for you? Because you've done you're doing a lot of things
0: that, that are yeah. really cool. How did that shape you? Well, you know, um, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if not for that. You know, like I always knew that I wanted to, you know, I was obsessed with radio. My heroes growing up were interviewers, David Letterman, uh, Mm -hmm. Howard Stern. I used to like make sure I was home by like nine or 10 every night so I could listen to Loveline every night. I was listening to Stern every morning, like just really uh, obsessed with talk radio, obsessed with interviewers, obsessed with uh, talk shows. And so I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and then when I went to the university of Illinois, I do have to shout out John Paul, professor John Paul, who was the, you know, like, cause when you start off, you suck at everything and then it kind of starts to <laughs> click for you and yep. makes sense for you and gets snapped into focus. And I really did kind of like peak late where I, you know, found out sort of my senior year really that I was like, Oh, this is really something I could probably do for the rest of my life. Um, and it was John Paul that kind of really put that confidence in me. I remember on Fridays, we used to have these, um, Uh, these student broadcasts, like these live student broadcasts, that's the last uh, broadcast journalism thing is you're just doing a thing live and it's out on public access. And it's just kids with outdated equipment, like that avid editor, like, you know, and everybody switches to do a new role every single week. So like maybe this week you're the sports guy and then next week you're the anchor and then the next week you're a camera guy and and then the next week you're a producer and then the next week you're doing a live shot out from someplace or whatever and i remember uh that weather would be the make it or break it moment you know uh because you're just on the green screen you're just working off monitors there's no teleprompter and then everything's kind of opposite your instincts because there's that sort of mirror side to it so kids would freeze you know that like famous boom goes the dynamite kid like that would be happening every single week you know like that that clip I've seen that exact thing play out like 10 million times, you know, like doing these student broadcasts and stuff. But I think, you know, John Paul would, you know, professor Paul, you'd just be like, you know, you're, you're glib. You have just sort of like a way of, of knowing your way around these things or, or natural ability to, to do these things. And then that is what really kind of like put into me that, all right, like maybe I can do this. Like, it's hard to just graduate and then be like, Oh, like, you can't like apply for a TV job like you would any other normal job. So it was kind of a crazy road to get to the point where like now I have uh chicken wing talk show, celebrity chicken wing talk show that's gone on for 14 seasons. Like that whole thing is just a crazy ride, but it did all start at the university of Illinois. Very cool, man. Let's
1: wrap it up with football. Little there's some buzz like football's got buzz too. Like it's starting to happen. Are you following any of that? And what's going on with Brett Bielma?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a huge college football fan like that to me, the is the heaven on earth in the fall is when I don't I have a Saturday off and I can wake up and I can go to the gym and uh, I can get a good run in and get some breakfast and just settle in for like 11 consecutive hours of college football like that to me is heaven on earth. Um, in Illinois, it's been a little bit of a struggle. I remember, you know, the Wisconsin game and then a lot of just sort of flatness for, for a long, long time. Uh, and like I said, when I was at U of I, it was that exciting um, Rose Bowl season that, you know, like I really here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying, Joe. Like, I really want a good college football team. Like I love I love college football so much. And it's been a tough, t- tough sledding, tough ride. Um, so where how are they turning the corner? You know, I like I like the deal on the higher. I like that. What what are you seeing on the inside, Joey? What what are you excited about? They're putting together a really good coaching staff. I
1: mean, like a really, really they've got three guys on their defensive side who are sitting defensive coordinators in the power five two years ago. Like that's crazy. That they're really nailing that offensively. They're putting it together. Like it's a good coaching staff. And then they brought back like 17 of these super seniors to take advantage of the COVID year. So that's you know, we'll see. I mean, it's like the ultimate test, right? Like if they're better, it's like, okay, was it coaching? And if they're not better, it's like, okay, is it talent? Because there's so much of the same team is in place here. But at least if anything, it's like a bridge until they can get the recruits that they want to get in. But man, it's uh. so this is my fourth year on the beat. And the buzz that like Brett gets it social media wise, he gets it in, in understanding how to use the media to create the hype. I mean, he did it at Wisconsin. Like he was so right. incredibly successful. So again, like there's a big honeymoon phase in, in terms of fans, because they've not played a single <laughs> game yet, but everything is coming up heads right now for them.
0: Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. You know, I always think about um where sometimes people be like Illinois football program as a sleeping giant thing, you know, yeah. you used to hear those whispers and those things. Always. And I always think about like, all right, well, when's it going to wake up, you know, but uh <laughs> But I think, too, you know, it's so challenging, uh, you know, in that recruit belt, you know, in that Midwest and in those programs that are around with the Michigans, the Ohio States, you know, it's it's a uh, it's in cha- Penn State, you know, it's just challenging to to break through all that. Um, but, you know, just just give me give me give uh, me give me an eight win season in the next three years or something like that. And I'll be I'll be happy and content, you know very
1: cool man well hey sean thank you for the time i appreciate it hopefully uh got a good setup tonight to watch and all maybe all weekend it's looking, good.
0: Nice. It's looking good over here uh mm-hmm. joey thanks so much for uh for reaching out and then for setting this up and uh you know these are my favorite things to talk about so i enjoyed the conversation